You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Plot, please. Uh, this Frenchman seduces this young American girl, and then they get married. I can't remember where. His family's chapel in Burgundy. Well, see, so you read it. Yeah, I lived it. I'm Peaches. back to Let's Talk OC and OC Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And this week we're discussing season four, episode 10, The French Connection. Original air date, January 11th, 2007, written by J.J. Philbin and directed by John Stevens. Henri Michel, Taylor's ex-boyfriend, is in Newport promoting his erotic novel, A Season for Peaches, <laughs> which is about Taylor and the whole town is reading it. Taylor assures Ryan that with Henri being here, he has nothing to worry about, but Ryan doesn't agree. Meanwhile, Seth visits Dr. Roberts to ask his permission to marry Summer, and Kirsten finds out about Julie's side hustle. Oh, she sure does. So much happens in this episode. What do you think of this episode? I remembered it very well, actually. As soon as we started watching it with the Henri Michelle stuff, I was like, oh, yeah. Just ironic that like, the entire country is reading this book. Like, and it happens, I mean, obviously it happens to be about Taylor, which is our main character, but it's just like, what are the chances? I know. And also with the book tour, just so happens to be in Newport. In Newport. One of the stops. And like, like Newport and like the, her mall. I know. Not like, I'm sure there's other Newport malls. Right. right? I mean, this is like at the pier. <laughs> right. Just a bookstore at the pier. Right. Yeah. So what are the chances, but. Anyway. Anyway, before we get into the episode, we have our scoop of the week, of course, by our good friend Mike, and he chose this week peach frozen yogurt. I had a feeling it might be something with peach. I thought so, too. (laughs) He says the scoop of the week was a toss-up between two flavors, but chose peach frozen yogurt from Yogan Fruz, which I'm sure I am mispronouncing that. (laughs) It's a Canadian frozen yogurt company. So sorry, our Canadian friends, for that awful pronunciation. <laughs> Yogan Fruins. <laughs> that can't be right. Yogen, Yogen. How would oh, you pronounce that? Yogen Fruins. Let's see. I bet I'm gonna get an ad. Start your day off with a dairy-free acai bowl. Enjoy a green smoothie in the afternoon, made with fresh kale and avocado. Mix it up anytime with a fresh-made froyo, including our signature you sensations. Brighten up your day with Jochenfrus. Live healthy. Love life. Jochenfrus. Jochenfrus. That's so fun. But I, I feel like I'm kind of German when I say Jochenfrus. Yes, that's so much fun. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he says he picked this one for obvious reasons. The book being titled The Season for Peaches wanted me to go with a peach flavored treat. Why I chose frozen yogurt over ice cream is because frozen yogurt has bacterial cultures in it. And in this episode, we see Taylor lie to Henri about Ryan does to make him sound more cultured. cultured. <laughs> I love it. Also, frozen yogurt was a huge fad a few years ago, which we always yes. discuss list. Oh, my God. And Taylor's love for Henri Michelle was similar to the fad for her. The fad symbol also fits with Seth Thummer as well. Summer doesn't really know who she is. She said in this episode that she went from being a hardcore environmentalist to a noopsie wet in training. Mm-hmm. Were those just fads for her or was one of them the real Summer? The other choice was going to be French vanilla, but I thought that was more of a cop-out than peach frozen yogurt. Okay. 
It was very well thought out. It's As great. always, Mike. Great, great, great. With the, the cultures cracks me I up. mean, <laughs> perfect. So with our questions and comments that some of our listeners sent in, one that struck me the most is Jess said that this episode was so cringy for her. Really? And she just wanted it to end. So I'll read what she wrote, uh, you know, sent us when we're done discussing. But I was curious if you felt that way. Uh, cringy? Hmm. I mean, Henri Michel, maybe his character in general yeah. is cringy. And then there's a lot of cringeworthy things with, you know, Kirsten and Julie. Like, that's super cringe. I felt like it was really uncomfortable for Ryan to tell Sandy that this book was about Taylor. I'm like, didn't need to Not know that. that. But for Sandy to ask, are you reading it? Right. Afterwards. It, yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, agree with that so much. Yeah. And also like Caitlin will, you know, for obvious reasons, freaks me out. So, you know. <laughs> the more you dig, the more real you yeah, realize. Yeah, thanks, Jess. I really am, you know, I'm reaching here, but it, it, it did feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, so. Episode opens up, Ryan's on a break at work, and Taylor stops by to visit him and give him an early Valentine's Day gift. Yeah. It's three weeks away. Yeah, which is a scrapbook of their memories so far together. Oh my god, this is like so typical Taylor. Yeah, there's the receipt from the George Foreman grill, there's pictures of him eating a hot dog, there's also their hospital bracelets in there. As they're looking through the book, Taylor notices a new bookstore, and she notices that in the bookstore is a book displayed, which doesn't say anything just yet, but she's taken aback. So Ryan heads back to work. She rushes into the store and sees A Season for Peaches by Henri Michel. The French, she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, the <laughs> French translation was just released, and so the clerk tells her that it's Bridges of Madison County meets the notebook meets porn. Yeah. And Taylor goes, I'm Peaches. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so you've read it. And she's like, no, 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 I'm Peaches. I lived it. This is my life. I'm Peaches. Seth is getting ready to head to Seattle, and Ryan is trying to convince him that this is a whole bad idea. Yeah. Because if we can just touch base. Because Ryan's so level-headed, he's like, Seth, right? come on. And also, him and Summer have been going back and forth at this point of who's going to end the engagement first. And this is the final straw. Seth is like, well, if I fly to Seattle, because, like, that's what you do. I have money to just fly to Seattle. Yeah, right? Come on. He knows Neil's going to say no. Yeah, he knows. Right. So kind of wasting your money on going there. You could have just called him on the phone. Yeah, but <laughs> also he's like, this is perfect because Neil will be the bad guy. I get out free and mm -hmm. it's a win-win. Yeah. So as Seth leaves, Seth Taylor stops by to talk to Ryan because her policy is full disclosure. And she tells Ryan about the book and asks him, please do not read it. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm surprised that she actually even, I mean, granted, he would have gotten a copy of it anyway, but like she presented him like a copy, but like, please don't read it. But also like, it's right there. So she left it with him, right? I thought he went and purchased it. Maybe he did. Yeah. But even so, the fact that, I mean, she purchased it. Now it's like in their possession, in their circle. And he's like, well. Well, if a book was written about you from oh, no, I lover, would you read it? I, I guess so, yeah. but also as I mean we not know, as Ryan, but I I would read it personally just to know what was written about me. Yeah, and she does say like a lot of stuff was fabricated. So how uncomfortable that the world, granted, doesn't know that it's you, but like your inner circle knows that it's you, and now like there's these things that you would never do written about you, and so people think like, oh, did she do that? Right, <laughs> right. Who's this Peaches girl? Right. So Seth arrives in Seattle, and Neil is. Pleasantly surprised to I, see him. I was surprised to see Neil. 
So yeah, he's soon. not on the island. Yeah, well, I just remember he wasn't, but I just didn't expect him to be so soon. I figured like we'd get it maybe like end of season. Yeah, no, this but is it. But it was nice. Like we sent him off, but also he was free to do the scene. So right. kind of nice. Yeah. I didn't even think of it like that. You know, like he technically was on Grey's Anatomy, right? At this point. I don't know. So, was he actually on Grey's Anatomy? I, I just thought know. it was a joke <laughs> that he's going to work at Seattle Grey's. I don't know. I never continued Grey's Anatomy, so I don't know. Maybe you guys can let us know. But I'll I, thought look it that up that, on break. I thought that I'll that was like break. funny. I'm like, oh, so if he was on Grey's Anatomy, but yet they got him to do this. Which but now is really it makes sense. Funny. Maybe he didn't. Actually, because so in all of our questions and comments we've said like oh he goes to work at seattle grace right and in my mind i never once thought to look it up if the actor actually was on grace Mm -hmm. in my head i was like haha this is just funny to work at seattle grace yeah so i have no idea and my interpretation was oh maybe he actually did go on grace anatomy and that's like their joke of yeah that he's leaving it makes sense would make sense, but now maybe not so much since he was there available. So who knows? We're, we're going to find out. We'll, we'll look up on break. And I'm sure everybody's laughing at <laughs> yeah, us Yeah, they're right like, now. dumb girls. I was this, this year's <laughs> this old. Year's this year's old. Day, this day old, right? <laughs> yep. Anyway, so Neil is happy to see Seth, and he thinks he's there to play golf with him, which first off is super it's, cute, it's cute that they're it's, at this level. Yeah, I'm glad, finally. But Seth tells Neil that he wants to marry Summer, his intentions with her. He's like, Summer, you know, she's pretty cool. She's easy on the eyes. This is why I want to marry her. He's so nonchalant about it. And he's hoping Neil picks up on this. Yeah. Which he does. However, Neil gets a call because it turns out that a guy came in who got impounded by a unicorn. (laughs) So he has to leave. They have to talk the next day. And Seth is all eyes because like, oh my God, they do exist. Yeah. This is funny. I have to admit. This was funny. I laughed at this part. Yeah, me too. So the next time they speak, they're getting lunch and Neil gives Seth his answer, which is no. Because clearly you don't appreciate Summer, which totally changes Seth's tone because like, well, hold up. Like in reality, I really do appreciate her. Mm -hmm. He loves her laugh. She's like Nelson from The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, she makes him more of a man and certainly less than a good boy. And he loves every minute with her. And he really does want to spend the rest of his life with her. He does. Just unfortunate that it took this. I know. Well, <laughs> he knew that. It's just they like he, playing games. No, he knew that. And now when Neil said, well, you, you're not really serious. And he's like, well, but I am serious about loving Summer. Yeah. So Neil says, listen. Talk to me when you finish college and you have a job where you can support her. Yeah. And so this totally changes Seth's whole perspective on everything. Meanwhile, while Seth is away, Summer's trying to get into the spirit of planning a wedding. She's reading Modern Bride and Taylor's trying to convince her that you shouldn't do this and that she is so doomed for a failed marriage. I mean, look at her. Right. It's a little different, though. And Summer's like, you just didn't even know him. And it's like, well, yeah, but also... You're young. You're both very young. <laughs> yeah. And so then Summer notices a season for peaches in Taylor's bag, and she tells her that she's reading it, and it's so dirty. So juicy. But Taylor brushes her off. She doesn't even tell Summer no. that this book is about her. But she tells Summer, why don't you contact Holly? Because she recently got married, and she can tell you what it's like to be married for so young. Throwback. You know. I love that we see Holly again. I know. and in I the, didn't remember this at all. And in the real world. Yes. Even though it's very similar to the alt world. Oh my god, it was pretty much the same. Right. So, so Holly comes over to show Summer her wedding album and like, bitch. Hey, bitch. Being a wife is so fun. You work <laughs> out, you go to lunch, and then you shop all day. Oh my god. If only. Because that's literally what you do. 
when you're a when noopsie you're a wed. No- a noopsie wed. Yeah. So she then grabs pancakes and puts her in her handbag and she's like, oh my God, this is so cute. Like, don't you totally want to barf? Come to come to lunch with us. I want to introduce you to the rest of the group. <laughs> so at lunch, they're at the club. We have Summer and Pancakes arrive at the club to meet the noopsie weds and all their purse puppies. <laughs> and they're all drinking champs champs oh my god it's too much and they're discussing things like a champagne fountain at the wedding and how holly just really wants an african baby for christmas oh my god what's her husband's name she's brent like, oh i asked him for an african baby i'm like oh champs and champs right champs and champs uh but when summer tries to grab the waiter for more champagne and a figment of her imagination takes over and it's che yeah i kind of liked this yeah. i enjoyed seeing che in this type of even though he's just as annoying, but he's like her conscience. Like a spiritual guy. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of funny. Yeah, and it it she sees Che as the waiter, and this totally messes with Summer's mind. So back at the house, the noopsie weds keep talking about superficial things. Like, Holly wants a hot tub, but there's owls on the deck, and then she'd have to, like, disturb nature if she wants the hot tub. And then Holly also wrote over her wedding dress for Summer to try on. So Summer goes in her room. She puts on the wedding dress and she just keeps picturing Che. Yeah. And she keeps talking out loud and you could feel that Summer feels that she's losing it. So as she has the dress on, she hears Che say that as far as prisons go, this dress is beautiful <laughs> and the only person that can save you is you. Which is sound advice. Yes. You have this deep inside of you, Summer. Right. So as she realizes this, she goes downstairs and the girls are about to test dye pancakes. Pink. Pink. Like the bridesmaids' dresses. Right. <laughs> and just ready for the wedding, and this totally pisses off Summer, and she grabs pancakes. Yeah. So, no more. Which, like, ew. Poor pancakes. Never dye a pet that's not yours. Right? Just, like, don't dye your pet. <laughs> One time, actually, fun story, Sam, maybe you remember this, she wanted Kino, our golden retriever, mm-hmm. to be green for St. Patrick's Day. Yes. And she just put food dye mm-hmm. and he was green for like weeks yeah it was so ugly this <laughs> green on a golden not really good luck she didn't even try to comb it in it was just like oh strike it was not good well sam was also the one that like growing up she would sharpie my my tips pink and it stayed in my hair for like a month and uh- i was like cool <laughs> she's like what would happen if i, I was like do it whatever i don't care my pink, my tips were pink for like. The How whole did month. they not have her hair? Yeah, you guys didn't know. touch her hair. No, until the she, color we, run. We weren't allowed to touch her hair until the color run. Sidebar, guys. Color run was so much fun. If you have blonde hair, though, you might want to wear a, a a hair cap because Sam's hair got so dyed, and she had like natural virgin hair at this point, and then like ever since then, she had to dye her hair. <laughs> and there's a picture. <laughs> it just would not come out. Oh, Sam in the tub. And Liz with Dawn and ketchup. And ketchup because it was supposed to take it out. But yeah, we didn't prep. We didn't prep well for that. Oh. My hair is still, my hair is darker than hers, but it was dyed for a while after yeah. that. It and was fun though. Sam's so much fun. virgin hair. Yeah. Good times. That paint was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> grab, grab on. Okay. So after the girls leave, Summer is just questioning everything. She's laying in bed with pancakes and she gets a call from Che. And it actually is really Che. Yeah. And he like had a vision about her. Yeah. He had a vision that she was in a white dress surrounded by owls. Like for realsies though. Yeah. This is, he was, you know, meditating and it came to him. 
And she told him about the engagement and she realizes that she has to find out who she really is before she commits to someone else. Yes. So moving over to Taylor and Ryan. Since it seems that everyone in Newport is reading the book, everyone keeps referencing page 47. Yeah, something big happens Something there. big, and it's making Ryan feel so uncomfortable. There's one guy at Ryan's job who keeps sitting at the bar and he, reading the book. He works at the bookstore. Yes, it's the same guy. He, like, on his break, must just go and hang out at Ryan's restaurant and then goes back and forth. And like every scene, he's like telling Ryan like a little bit more about the book. And clearly Ryan doesn't want to hear about it. No, it's awkward. It is awkward. And like besides the fact that this is a book about Ryan, about someone Ryan knows, if you're on break, don't read the book to someone who's working there. Yeah. Rude. So rude. Anyway, so even Sandy mentions it to Ryan and how Kirsten's also reading the book. So at this point, Ryan tells Sandy that Taylor is Peaches and no, he did not read it. Oh my God. This is so embarrassing. So Ryan goes to the bookstore. He picks up the book and he turns to page 47. The clerk tells him that the author is actually in the store doing a book signing and if he would like to meet him. And so we turn around and we see a cardboard cutout of Henri Michel and then the real Henri Michel standing right there and asks Ryan who he should make the book out to. And then Henri realizes who Ryan is. Yeah, he says Taylor. Uh, Ooh, shit. (gasps) Henri's like, ooh. So Taylor comes over the next morning, sees the book on Ryan's bed, and she's upset that he read it. Yeah, and but then, also, like, she's not mad about it, but she's, she's now like, oh, just no. cautious, like, fuck. Yeah. And he tells her that Henri Michel has now met Ryan and that he just feels super weird about all of this and he's now starting to have standoffish towards Taylor. Yeah, he's just a little uncomfortable. I mean, I get it. Mm. So Taylor makes a visit to Henri Michel's place and Ugh. apparently he's really smelly and he's caught up in a painting. <laughs> And that there's no culture in Newport. He's he's trying his hardest. And she says that she doesn't want him to mess up things with Ryan. And so he suggests that, one, he would never do such a thing. But two, how about the three of them go on a date so he can make things better with her corn-fed farm boy? Yeah, that was funny. But, like, uh, so much. Why? It's it's not a good idea. Do you think he's purposely, I mean, granted, we kind of know what happens, but, like, at this point, is he purposely making Taylor question or, like, having, like, meeting with Ryan? Like, what does he gain in it? Just the fact that he wants to impress Ryan, but then kind of it ends up being, like, backfiring on Ryan's end because now it's, like, well, Henri Michelle is so similar to Taylor. I think Henri is just a pretentious. Yeah, he's just wrapped up in his own little bubble douche in a yeah, way douchey, very and douchey. kind of wanted to just play this game of oh yeah sure let's he he's he met yeah, ryan yeah. and he knows who ryan's about you could just tell and so it's kind of like well let's see how he's this like, goes yeah let, let's all get together i'll apologize he'll see i'm a nice guy but also yeah. like i'm an asshole all right so they go on the date and he mentions how he's going to be on Jibons, which is a literary <laughs> Charlie Rose. And Taylor has been on there before. Yes. And so the two of them are going on and on in conversation about writings and the show. And it's clear that Ryan doesn't fit in. And so he leaves and he tells Taylor that turns out he's not OK with all of this as he thought. And he needs some time. Yeah. But also, like, he feels really insecure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course. His excuse. It was kind of an excuse, even though I'm sure he felt it like I don't 
you know, I'm not comfortable with it, but also it's like, well, I don't really feel it fit in here. Like, what do I have? Yeah. Like, what do I have on, on re? (laughs) Right. And so he talks to Sandy about that because Sandy keep catches him reading French philosophy and Sandy reassures him like, listen, I'm pretty, I not only am I pretty sure, but I definitely know Taylor likes you for you. Yeah. Don't feel insecure. And then Sandy does the best thing. In the kitchen, he goes, you know who the French love? Oh, my God. Jerry Lewis. Hey, you know who else the French love? Jerry Lewis. Hmm. Hey, lady. Goodbye. It was if out of nowhere, but also I really laughed so hard. I'm like, oh, shit, he actually is going to do it. Hey, lady. <laughs> it was so fantastic. It was so funny. I was like, was that ad-libbed? Did, I mean. Right? I would hope so. Peter Gallagher. That would be so so much better if he did is this the moment where he tells ryan that um i have it here he said focus on what no not yet no because i really love that that too i love i love that whole speech so i'm excited to talk about that so ryan tells taylor how he's feeling and she tells him that you're just as smart as Ari michelle you have nothing to worry about and then he tells taylor that he would like to go watch her be on the talk show oh my god this is so cute and (laughs) so we're in the TV studio and she's killing it. Yeah, she's everyone loves her. She's in her element and yeah. it's so good. And it, and what it's about is they're doing like an expose on peaches and where she's from. So yeah. that's what the whole conversation is about. She's owning being peaches then, I guess, at I this know. point. And you can't understand what they're saying. But Ryan is just watching it on. You can tell oh. that he's so proud of yeah, her. Yeah, he's like, this girl's amazing. I know. And so it ends... She's on a high. He's smiling. He's proud. Yeah, it's really cute. And she's like, oh, I'll be right back. So she goes to talk to someone else. Henri approaches Ryan. He's like, oh, so glad you came. And that he starts telling Ryan how he's impressed that he's writing and he wants to see this book that Ryan is working on. And Ryan is taken aback. He approaches Taylor and he can't believe that she lied like that just to make him look like someone he's not. Yeah, like look smarter. Yeah. But it's not really. But then Taylor says like, oh, you know, you're just as smart as him. But it's also like, well, why did you have to lie then? And, you know, not that he's not, but like they're just different. Yeah. And she said, well, you don't you know, I got caught up and mm-hmm. I didn't want him to make past, you know, past judgments against you. But well, if anything, she should defend him and then walk away. Well, you know, that Henri Michelle is like her kryptonite. I know. It's like you have Ryan now, you know, right? Had a taste of the Atwood. Right? He's the best. All right. So things are heating up with Julie and her prostitution ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. She continues to hide what she's doing from Kirsten, but it's getting really sloppy. And Kirsten is really getting suspicious about it. Mm-hmm. And so she has a talk with her how she noticed on New Year's Eve and she doesn't outright say it, but she's like, I don't want you to out to jeopardize what you're doing. I don't want you yeah, to lose everything, knows, Julie. But she, but she doesn't want you to regret your decision. And I think at this point, Kirsten's trying to get Julie to admit to something. Right. And like, I'm not going to be okay with it. So right. just know now this is going to jeopardize your career. And now is the time. If something's happening, say it mm-hmm. before I have to dig. Well, Julie continues to deny it. And when they're having their meeting, their office phone rings. So Julie gets up to get it. And at this point, Kirsten takes Julie's cell phone out of her bag. Yeah, well, she doesn't want Kirsten answering the phone. 
right. just in case. And right. also, well, you know, now her, her phone is left yeah. out. So Kirsten goes through Julie's phone and starts making calls and canceling and rescheduling dates. She shows up to one of them as Mrs. Jacobson mm-hmm. enters the room and she says she wants to be walked through what happens. Yeah, like what happens here? I'm new. Yeah. So he says money's on the nightstand. Then we get nasty. <laughs> so she's like, oh. And she handles it like a champ, but she makes up a lie how she has to go to her car to get some toys. toys. And he's like, toys. Cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't know that was part of it. So Kirsten meets with Julie, tells her how she knows she's upset with her, and kicks Julie out. Yeah, she was pissed. And then she says, I'm not going to call the police. I'm not going to tell Sandy, but you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you deserve it. She shouldn't have let it go, go on this long. And, like, she was not going to do it. And then Frank gave her those books. Right. And so Frank was like, you should do it. You can make a lot of money here. Mm-hmm. You remember, like, last episode, yeah. like, Julie was not going to go through with it. Yeah, and he, she's like, no, I'm done with that. I'm just getting over it. Yeah. Frank's like, well, you know, consider it. And then gave her the Chris, the, the Chris, the kiss, mm. which was like the okay to do it of like, wow, I'm swept up in this. That's the only thing yeah. I can imagine, you know. And then Spencer, he's so like good at oh, yeah. manipulating it all. So she was like, all right, it's easy, easy money. Right. Uh, things continue to brew between Caitlin and Will. They decide that they're going to have a hangout date at Caitlin's. Mm. So they're watching cops. Julie comes in at one point and acts all mom, saying they look real cute together. Yeah, she's so obnoxious. <laughs> but Julie, uh, but Caitlin doesn't want to admit that it's a date. And she asks Will if he wanted to go smoke. Yeah, he's like, I can't believe you're enjoying this. And she's like, oh, it's better if you're high. So I'm like, wait, is she high right now? <laughs> I think she was like, hey, it'll be better if we smoke. If we smoke. And he doesn't understand how this is not a date. Like, we're watching TV. We're hanging out. We ate. What else right. happens on a date? And that's what she said. Like, we, th- those are the qualifications for a date. He's like, but we did all that. So, it's right. a date. And now he's totally turned off because he thought this whole act of hers was just for school. But it turns mm-hmm. out that she's like this at home, too. Right. So, it's just her. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how Caitlin It's is. just Caitlin's personality. But Caitlin realized she screws up. She talks to Julie. And Julie makes Caitlin realize that she really likes him. Because he's Dorkalicious. Oh my god, Dorkalicious. <laughs> so later at the school's clothing drive, Caitlin tells Will that she really does like him. She's sorry for messing up. She even sees Daryl and Bill, the two homeless guys yeah. from Thanksgiving. And he's actually surprised that Caitlin knows who these guys are. Right. And they're going to try for another date. Sure. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like waiting. I'm like, when does Will leave? I know yeah. he's not here that long. No. It would. It seems soon, right? Maybe like one more episode. Right. So to wrap things up, Seth gets back from Seattle and he goes to talk to Summer and says that Neil didn't give permission, but hear me out. We don't have to get married today. It just can be someday. Which, great. And super sweet. Very sweet. I was like, ah, okay, great. You realize that. And now Summer's, and he's like, keep the ring. Like, let's just stay engaged. She's like, but no. Yeah, here's the thing. Summer <laughs> says, yeah, I realize some things too. I have no idea who I am, and I can't be committed to someone until she knows herself. And she gives the ring back and says, not now. Maybe someday we'll maybe need it. Maybe someday. She doesn't even say, like, but down the line. She says maybe, which is not really reassuring. But it's just like exactly what they didn't want to happen. They hurt each other's feelings. And that's, you know, what happened. And 
it just so happens that they have really opposite revelations here. One of them's like, yeah, let's just do it anyway. And then Summer's like, but no, this is not the right thing. And also, you know, I think deep down Summer knows that Seth is endgame. It's just, I can't be engaged to you right now. No, we're too young. I don't know myself well enough. We're not ready. And it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with me. Like, I totally get what she's saying. I totally get it. Yeah. And then, of course, Seth's, like, upset. Well, I mean, of course. Yeah. I I get that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ryan is outside by the pool house by himself, and Sandy approaches him and asks how he's doing. And he says that him and Taylor are just too different. Yeah. And how... And how he looks at Kirsten and Sandy and that they're so in sync. And so Sandy says, well, it gets complicated, but you can either focus on what separates you or focus on what holds you together. I loved, loved, loved that. And he says, too, like, Kirsten and I have been together a long time. It took us a while to figure out our groove in a relationship, you know, how we complement each other. Like, just like what they said last week, like, they're yin and yang. Mm-hmm. What they one has, the other one doesn't, and et cetera. So... I just really liked this it's just, speech. Yeah. So like real and like resonated so well with me. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Same. So and, true. you know, we've as a viewer, we've seen Sandy and Kirsten's relationship for three years now. Yeah. Look at all the shit they've gone through. Yeah. And just the three years we've known them. Right. 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 <laughs> like know? known them. And clearly they always focus on what holds them together. Yeah. Which is great. I love that scene. Mm-hmm. So after that talk... Ryan's in the pool house. He's looking through the scrapbook that Taylor made him. And we have this scene. Oh, it was like a fake out. <laughs> where Ryan drops the book. It's slow-mo. It's so Marissa New Year's I Eve. know. <laughs> West Coast is playing. He runs into the TV studio and he grabs Taylor. He picks her up. Yeah. And kisses her. So romantic. However, this doesn't actually happen. It doesn't, but it's it's Taylor's vision, right? She wants this to happen. Well, here's what's up for I'm debate. Like, huh, is it Ryan envisioning this is what he wants to happen, but he's not going to do it? Or is this Taylor's what she wants to happen, but it doesn't? Uh, no, but it, it's interesting with this whole sequence because we start it with Ryan looking in the scrapbook. So you think it's his. Right. But then it ends with Taylor in the studio looking over towards the door waiting for Ryan to run in. Yeah. So either way, it's what the scenario could have been, whether one wanted it more than the other. In my opinion, this is what Taylor wanted. No, I agree with you. But, you know, Ryan, he he doesn't do it. He just sits, he closes the book and he goes to bed or whatever. Yeah. So Ryan stays put and Henri Michelle asked Taylor to stay. Yeah, he's like, don't go yet. It's like, no. Stop. And so she says. I mean, he's an attractive dude. Obviously, they have they a have chemistry history. and a history. They were married. Yeah. It's like, oh, but you and Ryan were doing so well for like a few episodes. <laughs> but it hasn't been that long. It hasn't. And when Stinks. you have a French ex-husband who wrote an erotic novel about, about your you, peaches. I suppose that can stir <laughs> up some things, you know? I love in the previously on, the, uh, the guy who was translating, he's like, he misses your peaches or something. I'm like, oh, right, peaches. We're going back to that. So that is how the episode ends. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with your questions and comments. We're back. We looked up Michael Nori. And he was not on Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> which I'm sure you all knew that. Yeah, but we didn't. We just found out today. But now we know. Yes. So. All right. So we're going to go into our trivia from our 
Tea Queen. Letitia underscore Dominique on Instagram. Our girl Tish, she says the West Coast by Coconut Records is ranked number 30 on best OC music playlist. Nice. It's one of my favorite songs. I love that. When Ryan is viewing his and Taylor's hospital bracelets, their birthdays are listed mm, as July 9th, 1985 and September 6th, 1986. Huh. This contradicts the show's timeline <laughs> because at Ryan's birthday, it is said to be March 19th, 1880, 1988 is his birthday. Yeah. And he's celebrating his 18th birthday. Interesting. Yeah, that was complete continuity error there. Yeah. The title, The French Connection, is a reference to the 1971 film by the same name directed by William Friedkin and stars Gene Hackman. Oh. With three votes, Taylor is TV.com's MVP. Tish does not agree with this, by the way. No, I don't. Her comment, it's crazy how age really changes the way you watch a show. First off, she can't believe that Holly is married. She's, Mm -hmm. what, 19 at most? And she gets some people get married that young, but Holly doesn't seem like one of those people anyway. Right. Unless this guy is like super rich. Which I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. She's a noopsly wed. Yeah. She actually didn't mind this episode because we get progression in every storyline. Well, she doesn't agree with Taylor lying to Henri. She gets Mm -hmm. it. When she was in university, she was studying political science and surrounded by people like him who would judge people if they didn't appear as intellectual as them. Yeah, I believe that. It's so uncomfortable to feel that way. Yeah. And like the, because I screw up words all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I own it. It's just who I am. Like I screwed up fro- Frogan yogurt. Oh, yeah. But like, you know, it's a Canadian thing. <laughs> We're sure. not from Canada. <laughs> sure. But I do it all the time. And so then to be judged for it sucks. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah. She says, it's nice to see Ryan and Taylor slow down this episode and actually evaluate their relationship, it just seems so rushed. So she's excited mm. for where this is heading. Yeah, because Ryan even says, like, oh, you knew this was us. Like, we're different. So it's like they kind of knew this was their issue, yet they didn't really address it yet because, I mean, they've only been dating for, like, a few weeks. Right. Also, she's really glad that Summer called off the wedding, but she's actually do because she's actually going to do the work. Mm. And so she can be in a place in marriage down yeah. the road. It's great. And then she says, random question, but who's giving Holly and Summer alcohol when they're mm-hmm. 19, 20 at most? Isn't the legal drinking age 21 yep, in the U.S.? it's like we're back in Gossip Girl world this week. <laughs> I was wondering that, too. And I don't know if it's because it's the Yacht Club and they just mm. know them. Or someone. Yeah. Yeah. We always question the drinking age on these yep. shows. Yep. Just they get, they allow, they're, they're very uh, lenient with. Uh, lax. Lax, yes. Lax. Yeah. Thank you, Tish. Moving over to Jess at Mrs. Boquist. She says there's a goof. When Seth goes up to Seattle, there's a shot of the city skyline with a space needle in the foreground and the kingdom in the background. The kingdom was imploded in 2000 and there was now two stadiums in its place. Oh. The kingdom later appears in another skyline shot. Uh, that's funny. Dr. Roberts said he was thinking of working at Seattle Grace Hospital. However, when Seth walks down the hallway with him, there is a sign for Washington Mercy Hospital in the background. Uh, uh. <laughs> and then the hospital that he works at is the same fictional hospital as in Grey's Anatomy, which again, right. we just joke about because right, right, right. we're like, we are confused about it. She feels that this episode is so incredibly cringy, like we said at the top of the show, and was so ready for it to be over, which just like I said at the top of the show, I'm glad you said something because now I'm just reevaluating mm-hmm, this whole episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were definitely parts that I laughed at, but definitely parts where I was like, 
Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I feel like throwing the bullet in there and it would have been like. Oh, man. <laughs> we have a home run. Yeah. Three weeks from Valentine's Day mean it's still January, so they've been dating for just over a month, and she already made him a scrapbook. Yeah, I mean, this is Taylor. Taylor. It's so Taylor. And it ma- that made me cringe, because it's like, no, Taylor, don't be like that. She <laughs> also, also, You can't change her. Right. She also commented on the fact that Holly is married and only happened a year ago. What yeah. is this, One Tree Hill? <laughs> <laughs> and she said she's so over the Seth and her storyline. Yeah. Seth really annoyed her when he first talks to Neil, but glad he became more serious with the talk when they had the next day. And she can't wait for this uh, story to be done. Same. I cannot wait for it to be over. And then why did Taylor need to lie to Henri Michel about Mm -hmm. Ryan being into French philosophy? Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. But thank you, Jess. Thank you. Appreciate all that commentary. Jillian at Jillian Loves Beyonce, (laughs) our girl Jalonce. She says, Holly's return is iconic in everything she wanted. So true. West Coast is still a classic. Chris Brown, as a nice guy, doesn't age well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Taylor, go with Henri Michelle and leave Ryan for me. Oh, yeah. Agreed, Jillian. <laughs> Thank you, Jillian. Mike, our scoop correspondent, Dell underscore Vasto on Instagram. We saw Taylor trying to convince Ryan into talking to Frank, but how do you think Marissa would have handled this situation if she was still alive with Ryan? Hmm. Well, I would hope she would be just as supportive as Taylor. I foresee that in her path. She probably would have said the same thing. Like, hey, you know, you only have one dad. Right. Mine's not here either. He's not the greatest, but I still love my dad and you should embrace that even though he's it's a tricky situation yeah and i think she would have been one to push it more because she's all about giving people chances yeah yeah yeah. second and third and fourth chances (laughs) yeah uh was a season for peaches the idea of 50 shades of gray (laughs) when did 50 shades come out much later than that right when do you think say it was like 2012 or something like that maybe even later Let's see. 2011. Oh, I was close. Yeah. So this inspired Fifty Shades. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, just a side note, but does anyone sing the song Peaches and Cream by 112? Yes. My, one of my favorites. I um, I almost thought Mike was going to go with Peaches and Cream for his ice cream It could have. I thought so, too. That could have worked just nicely. Yes. Yeah. I live for that song. Right. God, man. I think when that now song five. came out, <laughs> I was... I was in the junior high, so I was 13. Yeah. Wow. It's a good song. It's a good song. Uh, So Summer's saying no to Seth. Is that a real no? Or was it I want to marry you a someday? I love Hayden Sawyer. Oh, my God. I'm loving these Wintry Hill references tonight, guys. But she said maybe. Like, to her. But then again, like, she is so young. She's like, who knows what the future holds? We are so young. Who's to say down the line we would get married? Like, she's just not that confident in it, which I understand because she's young. And I also think the whole someday thing is, like, I I, like I don't want to date anybody else. It's not even about dating anybody else. I just have to do my thing. I still want to date you. Right. And she said we, that, like, I'll talk to you tomorrow. It's yeah. It's not like we're breaking up here. No. No. Yeah. Anyway... 
Uh, he says, since the two of you discussed a Team Frank versus Team Bullet, I was wondering, how do you guys rank Julie's partners from worst to greatest? Oh, my God. Do we have a list of all of Julie's partners? Well, no, but I mean. Greatest? I mean, I want to say Jimmy. I feel like they're a good pair, mm-hmm. even though they probably shouldn't be a pair. Like he's per- they're perfect for each other because he's so flaky. <laughs> oh, I like it. You know, and she could be flaky too. I'm gonna say worst Luke. Oh yeah, just because inappropriate, very inappropriate. Mm. It's hard with the in between because it, it is. I we mean, have Cal. We have Cal. We have Spencer. We have the Bullet. Frank. She's uh, really. Who else? I feel like there was some other people in there. It's a good question. Though. You know? In fact, <laughs> uh, I did put out a poll. And I was very interested to see that it 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 didn't shock me as much as I thought it would. So I asked Team Bullet, Team Frank. On Instagram, 56% of you chose Team Bullet. Mm-hmm. I could see that. 44% Frank. It's pretty close. That was on Instagram. And then on Twitter, the results were quite similar. Bullet at 58%, Frank at 42%. Wow. Okay. So very close. Very close. Surprising where, we at, where we're at with bullet, the bullet right now. I know. Hard for me to envision picking him over Frank, but also like not much of Frank to really. Yeah. Not positivity at least yet. So. And of course, we know how it ends, so it's hard, but I don't remember like watching fully through how I felt watching like I don't know if I was so focused on the Julie storyline and what was best for her yeah yeah yeah. so I'm very interested to see how I'm going to feel as we watch these couple of episodes to come and if I'll be happy with the outcome I mean sure it's for her so she chose right but or she chooses whoever but I don't know how I'm gonna feel me too if it was the right choice Right, like what, I don't know. I feel like Julie alone is the right choice. That's how I feel. I've always been Team Julie. Yeah, because it, like all the suitors just weren't. I would have liked to see her with, uh, who was the one that Kiki was with? What was his name again? Carter? Carter. I feel like Julie and Carter would have been a better match. <laughs> I think, though, Carter's roughness, Kirsten needed. Oh, Not yeah. Not needed, but was attracted to. <laughs> You oh know, yeah, yeah, because he's it. different. He's way different. We also wanted her to date someone else, and I can't remember who. We oh, spoke we liked about. her and Neil. Oh my god, Neil. yeah, we forgot about that. We liked her and Neil for a time. I actually really liked them, but Neil yeah. just couldn't handle it. Yeah, would have been better. So, but. send us your yeah, rankings, I was, guys. I'm interested to hear. But for us, we have so far. I feel like we have to judge the end, but we have Jimmy. I enjoy Jimmy. Just, you know, because it's Jimmy. Neil? Jimmy, then Neil. Cal? I guess, in a weird way. How about we don't judge, we don't put Bullet or Frank in this yet. Okay. We don't know how this is going to go Right, yet. like confirmed relationships. So her past lovers, we have Neil, Jimmy. Caleb. Caleb, Luke. Ugh. Is there other people? Do I feel we like we're, count, for, we're forgetting people, right? Do we count... The guy she did the porn with. Oh. Uh, I can't remember his name it's right like now. It's like the tip of my tongue. Owen? 
No, it's not Owen. That's o- that's One Tree Hill, right? <laughs> yeah. Brooke dated Owen. Yes. Okay, the pizza guy. Hold on. You order a pizza? With an L? Lance. Lance. There we go. Lance. Lance. He would be a Lance. He's worse than Luke. Or do we have to keep Luke at the bottom because it's inappropriate? Right, it is inappropriate. Yeah, that had to end. It had to end. Lance was like maybe a tiny step above that. Above Luke? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> this is hard. This it's is hard. it's hard too because Caleb gave Julie a little bit more power. Yeah. For her to do her things. It's a fun question, actually. It is fun. We'll think more about it. But send, guys, send us your thought out list. As you yeah. can see, Liz and I were on our feet when we and did this. And if you this. have, please give us all of the data. Because I feel like we're maybe missing people. She had that one, but we didn't see them go anywhere. When she tell Kiki and her started catering business. And the guy invites them over. Yes. And Kiki thinks he's going to serve yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, I just want to go on a date with you for yes. like $5,000. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Mike. Great yes, question. Vic at Muse Chick. She hates Henri Michelle and doesn't think it was a great idea for Taylor to go see him. And she even yes. hates the fact they all went to dinner. Yes. She feels so bad for the way that Kirsten had to find out about Julie with their business. Mm-hmm. 100% agree with you. Yeah. Do you think if Ryan hadn't read the book, he and Taylor would have been okay? Would you have read it or if they asked you not to read it? A part of me, you know... I don't know. I'm trying to put myself in that boat. Like, would I want to read it? I probably would feel really uncomfortable reading it. It'd be like you'd have to read a book about Randy. That's what I'm putting, trying to put myself in that aspect. Like, this dirty book about him with someone else. And it's like, there's this one page. It's like, yeah, 47. this is the page. It's disgusting, pornographic stuff. To get around it, would you ask me to read it and to for me to summarize it for you <laughs> maybe but then that makes but me feel I don't weird know, but then i feel like maybe no like don't tell me maybe i wouldn't want to know right and i don't think they would have been okay no because no, they wouldn't have been okay i think she still would have seen Henri michelle doesn't make a difference there somehow this would have gotten out and she would have had to make an excuse of what kind of boyfriend ryan is mm-hmm. and what he's into yeah. and all It'll of be that the same situation regardless if he read it or not yeah uh, and then a question going back to last week. Do you remember the first time you met your significant other's parents? What was it like? Because Taylor met Frank <laughs> last weekend. Last week, no weekend. Uh, yeah, I do. I'm trying to think of what occasion it was. It's just like a family barbecue or something like that. I have no recollection the first yeah, time well, I, I mean, met Yeah, I mean, that was a long time ago. I remember, though, <laughs> the first one of the first times my mom met Aunt, she was like oh he's so cute because his eyebrows look like little caterpillars mm-hmm. and has bushy eyebrows yes very very bushy and sometimes like, he is a uni i know it's been a while though he hasn't had a uni in years since like 13 yeah but she's like oh and they like move like caterpillars i was like oh ah! that's really fucking weird but your mom is like so chill like that yeah, she is that's <laughs> Yeah. Plus, he was so young. You know, it's not like this is an official like meet my boyfriend. Like, no, it was always no. at your house. I he know. was in the friend circle. So it was like different. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I remember it went really well for me and Randy's parents. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fun stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Vic. 
Uh, we got an email from Lexi at Lexi Silverberg blog. Oh, fun. Yeah. Would you think the scrapbook from Taylor is sweet or too much? If I was receiving it, probably too much. Yeah. Probably too much she right now. She says she just feels that it's Taylor being Taylor. It is. And she loves Ryan and Taylor together. And that's coming from a Ryan Marissa lover. Oh. And she's curious if we think that they are endgame. We have talked about this. Yeah. Which, again, in the past, I said no. But now I'm curious how I feel when I watch for episodes to come. It's hard to say at this moment in time until I actually view what happens at, you know, summing up the rest of the season series. Um, You know, there was a time that we saw on this podcast, like, no, the writers wanted Endgame to be Ryan and Marissa. They just didn't go through with that because they wanted something more creative to happen, which we appreciate. We talk about this all the time. So I don't know if they're yeah. end game yeah. at this moment. Maybe after dark we can discuss a little bit more. Right. But, you know, it's it's hard for this standpoint right now to predict the future of Ryan and Taylor. It is really hard to predict. You know, it. especially if it's so up in the air and they're so fresh and new and we're we're doing this really with six episodes left, you know? Like oh my how gosh. are you going to develop a relationship and say, yeah, this is end game in six episodes? For the audience, I mean, you know, if we look at it and we're like, oh, point, it's nice. Wes. It's Good nice point. to watch. You're like, yes, I'm liking this. But to develop like so much depth, like Seth Hummer, even though I complain about there's like lack of depth there, but like you see them from day one to the it, end. You know, it, it makes sense if it, they were to end up together. Yeah. So like as the audience, you can predict them ending up together. Taylor and Ryan, it's hard to say right now. Especially if you don't know how the finale episode goes. There are things that are completely different there. So you're like, oh, okay. I will talk about it. (laughs) I hope that I feel different. Yeah. And that's a bold statement from coming from me because I personally think Ryan and Marissa. Did I feel now I go back on my word? I was pretty passionate where I felt like they were supposed to be endgame. Yes, you were. And we did did talk about this season three finale. We did. How that whole scene we totally missed, like not misinterpreted, no. but like interpreted it where yeah. they, Ryan was saying like, oh, there could still be a future for us. Like, is that the writers just giving us that like little like, oh, here whatever you, you want. Yeah, here you go. Whatever you want, guys. It's up to your interpretation. <laughs> if you want them to be together, there's still the possibility if she didn't die that they would be together. Here's a gift. Yeah. But also it's like, well, unfortunately, she did pass. And so... Not to say that that's he's ever going to love someone like that ever again. I'm hopeful that he would. But, I mean, is that person Taylor? I, I like to think so, but also, I don't know. We'll see. Thank you guys for all your questions and Thank comments you. this week. We truly appreciate them. Uh, some music in this episode. We had The Shins. We had Where Cape Fly, The Sunshine Underground, and Coconut Records. Some fashion? Did you see Will's ice cream shirt? I did not it was, see Will's ice cream I forget exactly shirt. what animal was on it. And maybe it's just going over my head. This is like an inside joke or like brand or something. But it was like a bird. And then it said ice cream on it. <laughs> it just said ice cream? I think it said ice cream. Because now in my notes it just says LOL Will's ice cream shirt. So I'm trying to... Um, rem- 
I remember it being green. I'll try and find a picture of it. But I was like, what is this shirt? This wow. is weird. Uh, I liked Kirsten's classic look with the button down and sweater over it. Me too. That like sweater vest. It's so good. Yeah. She looks like she's going back to school. Yeah. Banana Republic <laughs> yeah, too. So I cute. like it. Taylor's white silk shirt with the polka dots. Loved that. Yeah. Super cute. I love Summer's floral bell sleeve dress. Me too. Like higher neck. I so loved good. that. I loved her pigtails, the braided pigtails. She looked adorable. Julie had a blue wrap dress. I really liked that. I also liked she had a, that flower necklace. Yes. Ryan in a black tee. Every single this is, time. This is his work attire. It is, but it's he's it's always so working. Good. And it's just working so, so well good. for him. <laughs> it's working well for me. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I had summer silk purple suit skirt thing that yeah. she wore to the Noopsie uh, lunch. Super cute. She looked good. Taylor's tan sweater with the bow. And Ryan's light blue long sleeve shirt. Oh, yes. Yeah, looked that good. looked good. Yes. He dressed the part. He did. Yeah. Some quotes? You know when you have the perfect present and you can't wait to give it to them? That's what I have. <laughs> Dirty hair, scarf, smells like brie. It's Henri Michelle. <laughs> he doesn't surf and he doesn't play water polo. Ergo, Dorco, the Lukes. Yeah. <laughs> I have no intention in stealing back peaches, although they are looking ripe today. Oh my God. Yeah, I had that too. Oh my God. Look how ripped my arms were. Holly. This winter clothing drive is salting my game. Caitlin. Another one from Holly. So cute. I want to barf. Shay. That's amazing. I'll leave you guys something ASAP. I have that too. There's a man who's been impaled by what appears to be a unicorn. <laughs> Everyone is different. It's what makes the world beautiful. That guy, toys. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> or summer. African babies. <laughs> toys sweet <laughs> oh my god is this where we give our our taylorisms so yes let's give our taylorism okay taylor taylor, taylor. ah that taylor i was up between two i had the end of her speech where she's like and there's one of you finishing a hot dog but i also liked i'm peaches Mine was, Ryan, even if I was that limber, you know I would never do that in the channel. I get that it's not true. She's so funny. So good. All right. So smile counter. I had, I think I had five or six. I had five too. Okay. It's hard for me to see the little lines here. Yeah. Last week, I think Vic sent us what she had for last week's episode. It was like 15 or something. Oh, no, 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 no. So I can't keep up with that. I think, <laughs> you know, this is just one of those loosey it's a little segments. <laughs> That's all for interpretation. Yeah. I mean, sometimes he smiles more in an episode than he does in another episode. Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. All right. MVP and shittiest. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Three, two, one. Kirsten. Oh, she was a contender for me. But I picked Sandy because I felt like I just loved his daddy moments in this episode. With the Ryan advice and just... With the impression, I freaking I mean, cracked up. That alone. Yeah, that alone gave it to me. Yeah. Uh, I just, he was so positive, like a breath of fresh air. Everyone else, and I did appreciate Kirsten for like saying to Julie, like, no, fuck this. So Vic and Jess also chose Sandy just oh, for them. Nice. You know, he gave great advice, me a good soundboard. I chose Kirsten. I was just so 
proud of her this episode. Yeah. Like you should never go behind your business partner's back. Like be like, no. be like if I stole your cell phone, like a business, like that's right. Like but not like if you good. were like felt something was up that it was doing something shady with our business but then you're like you're not julie cooper but i'm not julie cooper but also like you know it's our baby it's you want to take care of it right of course <laughs> but and the fact that she goes to meet the guy yeah. she knocks and she like goes to That's walk scary. away i know she didn't i don't know if she necessarily 100 percent knew what she was no she didn't into. she's like why am i here why is this like yeah not what we signed up for and you knew the moment Julie got the call from Spencer or saw Spencer and he was like, they canceled. Like, the, she's like, who could have? <gasps> she's oh, like, my phone shit. has been missing for two days. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did like Julie in the sense in this episode where she was just funny towards Caitlin and being the mom and all that. Yeah. But she was like, Julie. Oh, she's she like the mom for mean girls. Julie. You know, like, you need a condom? Okay. Yeah. Let me know. <laughs> need some drinks i'm a cool mom i'm a cool mom exactly yeah she's like caitlin you like him oh my god you guys are so cute together it's like julie parent parent your your kid Uh, is crying for help here yeah (laughs) do you have your shittiest yes i do all right three Three, two one julie so there we go right going into that yeah i i had to give it to her for being shady behind kirsten's back like letting allowing this to continue for so long and then just not owning up to it and then with the whole phone situation kirsten took it and then you didn't know where it was for two days and like i would be super suspicious me too and she was oh shit (laughs) and she was so shady with her books in the meeting kirsten saw her hide books yeah she did she did she like locked it in a cabinet it's like why do you have to hide that from your business partner when you're all supposed to know what's happening right he didn't appreciate it vic chose Henri Michelle. Oh, yeah. And Jess chose everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't really get, you definitely can't give it to Taylor for the lying with the no. Ryan situation. I wouldn't necessarily not give it to Ryan. I felt like he pretty much handled everything well enough. Yeah. I don't think Ryan you know? was that shitty. No. And this then Seth and, Seth and Summer, whatever. The typical. You know, but I'm glad Seth came around. Me too. Seth's sincere. I love a sincere Seth. Me too. I wish we just saw more of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're getting older now should evolve with your audience. I mean, it was good that we, like I said, I said this like last week or a couple episodes ago, like Seth started out good. He really and did. And then the whole game thing happened. And that's just like, but those Seth, Summer also got caught up in that as well. She did. I think things Ooh. are about to turn for those two. I hope so. Because now it's like, oh, is our relationship in jeopardy? Yeah. Although next week. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's it's an episode. Okay. But I'm you'll excited. hear the haiku when we yes. get there. But first up is Patron of the Week. Yeah, Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the it's Week. Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. This week I chose a very special patron. Her name is Chloe. Chloe. She's our cutie pie. Uh, I named her this quite a, a while back we had a giveaway with her this past month for a gossip girl themed giveaway she made us scrunchies and headband which are so super cute if you saw it on it takes three network you were like oh my god it's so cute and we just wanted to say thank you for collaborating with us we had so much fun it was just like an awesome 
like experience to be able to do that with one of our patrons. And that's what's most important is keeping relationships with our family members, you know? So we just want to say thank you. And we're so excited that you're still around. Yes. And you're our UK pledge, which is like, she's committed to coming to those Netflix parties at like one o'clock in the morning for her. Chloe. (laughs) She didn't have to do that. And so we just wanted to say thank you. We super appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yay. All right. You ready? I'm ready for the haiku. All right. So here's your haiku for season four, episode 11, The Dream Lover. Yeah. Fight for affection. Embrace your inner otter. Spiritual journey. Oh, no. This is the J episode. Okay. So it did spark. No. I think, is this the end of J after this? Can you confirm? Do you want me to confirm? I have to look that up, actually. I mean, you don't have to do it right this minute. We can do it on After Dark, but... Uh, I sort of remember something that happens with Che and this otter situation. Um, <laughs> I can't say for sure. Uh-huh. But the first part was what now? Fight for affection. Fight for affection? Huh. That can go so many ways. Yes. I yes, mean, it could. it could be Taylor's trying to fight for affection because Ryan's being standoffish or Summer's being standoffish and Seth's trying to fight for the affection or Bullet is trying to fight for the affection and Julie's not giving him any affection because she's not into it or maybe she is trying to be into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll see Frank this episode, but... What was the last part? I just got hung up on that, like, the Spiritual journey. Oh, that's, like, Che. <laughs> Completely Che. Maybe he's, like, Sathamer has to go on a spiritual journey because they're not on the same page right now. I'm really stretching here. It's pretty good, maybe? A little lukewarm, maybe? <laughs> Luke. A little lukewarm. <laughs> a lukewarm moment. Lukewarm. Oh. I like that. Lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun to say, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel like I hope I'm wrong that this is a filler episode. <laughs> but mm. what's gonna make it extra special is that we have a patron on, right? We do. I'm so excited for that. So one of our uh patrons will be joining us in the guest spot like we had just on for the Christmas huh? Very excited. And that's one of the fun perks we have over on our Patreon. So you can head over to it takes three network dot com and you can see all of that. And if that's interests you take a look around yeah we got some fun stuff over there we do yeah. episodes go up early you can be a patron of the week you have birthday club birthday club netflix parties for gossip girl which really those are so fun yeah we started a topic tuesday a few months back and that's been really fun getting to like know everyone and conversing on different topics that you normally wouldn't discuss with people so that's been fun yeah. It's, just, it's a good old time over there. We're just like, we're one big hug. I just love everyone and everyone loves each other and everyone's so sweet. And if you come on, everyone's like, welcome. And I swear, again, we're not culty. We're not culty. I know. Cause <laughs> I, sometimes cause I hear us. I'm like, wow, we really sound we like sound a cult. cult. Yeah. Then I'm like, welcome. <laughs> or type welcome, back. family. We're so excited to have you here. <laughs> Hope you enjoy your stay. It's like, well, no, we truly appreciate every person. Yeah, no, Regardless really if you do. stay with us for a month or you stay with us for years, I hope you all feel like we love you equally yeah. because we do. We do. Yeah. 100%. And we appreciate your support all the time. Yes. But, Liz, you did a good job on your hike. Thank you. I, you know, I tried. Uh, that brings us to the end of the French Connection. Do you know 
we got another Apple Podcast review. So I'm going to read that to you guys. So exciting. And this I'm, is like Christmaca all the time. And I'm so excited. So if you are an Apple Podcast listener and you haven't yet and you're considering it, please think about leaving us a review, rating us five stars. It When I tell you, it makes us so unbelievably happy. Yeah, it really does. I squeal. Yeah. I send it to Liz. <laughs> we post about it on our Instagram yeah. and we just can't thank you enough. And also it just helps our show have a higher rating. Yeah. And so it comes up when you search seen, for an OC yeah, podcast. Yeah, if you're looking for an OC podcast, it helps boost us up to the top so everyone, yeah. you know, decides to click on us. So. so we really appreciate it. So this review is from Wolfie1995 London. Nice. They say the only TV recap podcast I listen to. <laughs> Five stars. I've rewatched the OC countless times. It's been my favorite show since I was 16. I'm now 25 and still find myself rewatching it every other year or so. Because it was so long ago, it's hard to find people who actually remember the actual details of the show. So it's nice to listen to the podcast after a binge season. I love all your commentary. I thought I was an OC expert, but I'm learning so much about behind the scenes thanks to trivia. Marissa Cooper forever. Forever. We love Marissa Cooper and you we know do. that. So yeah. thank you so much. One for listening and two for leaving this review. And it just means the world to us. I miss Marissa. A little bit, right? Just a little bit. Like, I feel I miss, like, backing her up. I miss saying, like, no, you guys are wrong about her. Right? Defending? She's a good person. I know. She meant well. I don't know. Something about it. It just all of a sudden just came upon me and I miss Marissa Cooper. That's how I felt when I read that review. And I was like, man, Marissa Cooper forever. Forever. And also, it's so true because every episode we watched, we were waiting for it. And we're like, no, X, Y, Z. This is why this isn't so bad. all justified. I will go to the ring me any too. day for Marissa Cooper. Me like, too. Come at me. Come at let's me. Bite. Tell me something bad about Marissa Cooper. And I'll tell you why she's not a bad person. I just have it in me. There's not one thing that you cannot, that you can justify. There's not one thing. Please, please bring it to my attention. Bring it. I'm. I dare you because I would love to have well, a great. Let's talk OC. It would be a battle. Like ding, 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 yeah. ding. But also, like we love you. No, fun, no, fun for stuff. sure. And it's just <laughs> it's full for fun. It's just for funsies. The other thing I wanted to mention is we are having a giveaway. Yeah. On our network page. So one week from today, you'll be able to enter uh, this giveaway that we're doing. We are doing. We're giving away a candle. It is I have apple cider donut scented, and it's your ultimate binge watching candle. Yes. So as we enter the fall season, and you're gonna curl up on the couch, and I know we've gone through a pandemic, and so maybe you've been watching a lot of lots of television. But now the seasons are changing, and this is just something cute to accompany you. So please head to our network page so you can enter that, and all the details will be at It Takes Three Network. Yes. So good luck and thank you. Uh, that is it for this week for the French Connection. As always, stay after the credits for some After Dark talk. We'll see you next week. After Dark. After Dark. dark. Let's talk OC. Let's talk OC. <laughs> All right. After
after dark. Okay, after so Che, dark. why is this so annoying? What's the best way to look up when someone's like once, when's our last episode? Well, you said that the OC wiki page is wrong a lot, yeah. right? See, on the wiki page, it has the Avengers, the Gringos, the Metamorphosis, the Sleeping Beauty, the Summer Bummer, the Chris McCaha, the French Connection, the Dream Lover, and the Groundhog Day. Oh, Groundhog so Day. So he's in two more, right? Dream Connection and Groundhog Day. Yeah. All right, two more. Yeah, so two more, according to OC Wiki. Whatever. He really didn't annoy me in this episode because he no. he wasn't really a present character. It was, he was like a figment of Summer's imagination, and I liked that. And I really liked at the end, I wish I would have said this during like regular episode, but when she call, he calls her, and it seems as though they have like a conversation for hours mm-hmm. and like she seems happy. Not that like obviously anything's going to happen there, but like to have a friend who just, I don't know, just well, understands nice, another yeah, part of her. Nice to, right. Another, a, a part of her that nobody else really knows at this point. Right. So it was, it was nice to see that. Yeah. So he calls her caterpillar. I, yeah. I can't, I can't hate on him that much. Yeah. Jillian, she sent us. Uh, something for After Dark. Nice. This is from an email last week, but I wanted to bring it up this week. Yeah. Uh, since I didn't get her notes for last week's show. So I apologize about that, Jillian. But she says that, I know that Julie has grown a lot, but it seems completely old school Julie to be attracted to a man who lies that convincingly and manipulates his child like that. She's talking about Frank. Mm-hmm. I understand her rationale that everyone makes mistakes and people change, obviously. But statistically speaking, Betters don't change, and someone as evolved as Julie would not stick around to find out if he's actually changed. Mm. Also, isn't it gross to have sex with the biological father of the love of your daughter's life? <laughs> yeah, well, but... she slept with Luke. I, totally. I don't think that even phases her at all. No. Again, I don't think anyone even thinks about that on the show. It's just the audience. We're watching it like, wait, this is kind of weird, but also the characters don't even think that way. But yeah, I mean, I feel like if julie was that evolved she wouldn't really have a soft spot for frank i agree and it's so true because i i I would think that as well and julie she is evolved so but also she's she's still julie to her core yeah but when it comes to stuff like that i guess so like she's evolved in a lot of maybe like I don't know. I was going to say maternal ways, but also like you have one teenager living in your house and I feel like you guys have a very strained relationship still, but right. Like she has evolved in some ways, but like to the core, she's still always going to be selfish. Yes. Just in her nature yes. to be. And so, yeah, maybe she's like, well, you know, I'm attracted to this bad guy persona and, I don't want to change that. Like, I'm okay with allowing myself to And like she can see the good in him. Yeah. I mean, clearly. I mean, she was literally tear, tears in her eyes. I'm like, oh, what is happening? His fake cancer. His fake and cancer. kissed him at the end. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, didn't, I don't have cancer. And she's like, oh, okay. No, it's like, you don't oh, well, if you shit. lie, you get punched. It's just how it works. Nonchalant. Yeah, I'd be so like, so nonchalant. First off, you're Ryan's father. You have a bad past. You lied about cancer. I don't think I'd be helping you. And right. then Julie's like, well, I also have lied and do sketchy things. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. I, I agree. Like, I don't know why they decided to do I that know. with her character. I don't know. Yeah. Thank you, Jillian. Yeah. Vic, she says, did everyone forget that Ryan's dad is Hercules? No. <laughs> I did not forget that. 
Uh, she says she also noticed that, so they mentioned Valentine's Day is in three weeks, right? Yes. And yet Taylor's birthday is in July. How much time goes by? Because we do get to see Taylor's birthday. Is that a big mistake on the writer's part? Probably. Probably, because <laughs> with the birthdays, they screwed up. Yeah. So, oh, probably. Yeah. Also, their their birth years are completely different on there. Right. So it would make I, I mean, people do have different birth years depending on where the cusp is, but. How does that work? Like, I would feel like, <laughs> isn't there just a giant board of yeah, like. Yeah, like, no, this is specifically. Yeah. Ryan's birthday. Well, we, Let's you, not forget this. And you just had it. And also, like, I always think, because I listen to the Office Ladies podcast and Jenna Fisher always talks about how there's the Bible, the Office Bible. Mm. And in this Bible, there is every detail about every love character. That. See, that would be me as a writer. Like, I make me? sure I will not go back on my word. But doesn't every show have this to to some level? Like, okay, this is such a character trait. Yeah. Birthdays, parents. Like, you make a right. whole arc of a person. Right. I know. I, I, I agree with that. But. I mean, we can't even let, dare I say, Royal go. We can't even <laughs> let shit go yeah karen like what was that we cannot it let it still go. riles me up yeah it's me too i wish i wonder if our friends got up to that episode yet i have to look oh i simon and dom i don't think so because i would love to i would love to talk to simon about that since he's a huge one Tree and i would fan. also love to see how dom yeah to that yeah i'm excited we'll have to we'll dump them now you guys Maybe should we check talk out to them on Sunday. that one Tree Hill <laughs> podcast, The Ravens. They're so good. Yeah. Simon and Dom. They nice just started guys. watching it. Really nice guys. But anyway, yes. Thank you. Uh, so I said last week how I was going to start incorporating people's top fives and bottom fives. Yeah. Into After Dark. So I have Carmen's. Nice. And so her top five are Ryan, Julie, Marissa, Luke. She puts in parentheses. He was the best anti-Ryan, even though he redeemed himself. He was a good match for Ryan. Yeah. Oliver. Oliver. He was the best written villain in the entire series. I loved hating him. Totally. Blue Ribbon, the Cohen family. Yeah. Bottom five. Lindsay, Johnny, Chili, Dean Hess, Chris Brown. I can't remember his character's name, (laughs) but he's so cheesy. Yeah. Blue Ribbon, Volchuk, what the fuck is his problem? Ramming his car into Ryan and Marissa's. Yeah. Yeah. Will is like this really like he's so lame. lame he's so lame his character you know who, is like you know who would will do really well with Lindsay. yeah <laughs> don't you think yeah there he's essentially the Lindsay of he, this season god sorry will but you're just too vanilla <laughs> yeah so what did you think of that top five i like the ryan i like the julie the marissa the luke i love the luke and oliver it's a great top five I don't disagree with your bottom five. And it also, again, to give the blue ribbon to the Cohen family and not have one of the main, like, Summer's not in there. We don't have Sandy. We don't have Seth. Right. I like it. Me too. Chili. Funny that Chili's on the bottom for her. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I, he's like a figment of imagination. I don't even remember Chili at this point, but. And Johnny. 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 I feel like Johnny was dealt a shitty deck. He I feel was. bad for the kid. They you know? kept him alive in Alt World. I know. I feel really bad. He's for supposed it. to be. A I can't wait surfer. to like. Not that I want to rush the show, but I can't wait until we do our bonus episodes because I feel like then I can look back as a whole on the whole show and be like, wait, no, they did this character dirty. 
Like maybe eventually I'd be like, you know what, Lindsay wasn't that bad. No way. No way. <laughs> There's no way. Listen, we we again, this was your second time watching this series. Totally, yeah. But like dissecting it every week, there's no way I could rewatch and be like, okay, Lindsay. She's not that bad. And I know if I ever rewatch as an ants in the room, like you know, oh, all yeah. Hell is he loose. just like he gives off that aura of like, no, you hate Lindsay. Hate oh Lindsay. yeah. He hates Lindsay. I just, she just wasn't, she didn't add anything for the show. No. She just didn't. No. I say, feel the same thing with Will. Oh, yeah. I feel like, why do we have to have a love interest for Caitlin? This girl needs to get her shit together regardless. I mean, is this the point where she sees someone who is book smart and wants to pursue, like, yeah. education, and he's kind of, like, turning her over a new leaf? Lindsay. Lindsay, it's it is what it is. It's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing that again. Yeah. It just yeah. <laughs> it's funny the comparison you didn't realize until now. Yeah. Uh if you want to send us your top five, bottom five, send it over. We'll read it and I'm gonna start sprinkling them in after dark. Yeah. So we can discuss. Lexi, so she sent us stuff for after dark. And she says, uh, you totally don't have to share, but. But we will. I figured I would send because I love the score of the show so much. So she says, I never heard any OC fans talk about the score in the show. Did either of you pay attention to the instrumental moments? Season one, and I believe two, just hits the nostalgia different. His name is Christopher Ting. And she sends us a clip. So I'm going to post all the t- clips of the scores that she's oh, talking nice. about on our Patreon. This will be up for everyone. And then she says some standouts. I love how they throw in Seth and Summer's score when he's talking to Neil about how he wants to marry Summer. I also love how they're introducing Ryan and Taylor's sound when he sees her talking on the show. Hmm. I wish I noticed this a little bit more and I'm going to really more pay attention. Yeah. The, I mean, I always notice the music. Definitely. But definitely certain characters have certain scores that yes. fit them. Yes. Right? Uh, the last episode when Ryan is saying bye to the Cohen house, the whole score is what makes the OC so great. Mm. Summer and Seth, when Summer leaves for George on the bus, when the music switches and she gets in the bus, I cry every time. Another, Summer leaves Zach at the airport and the score starts playing when she sees that little boy playing with the plastic horse. Mm. Yeah. Ryan and Marissa, I have to mention Ryan and Marissa because they have a beautiful score. Started from the first episode when they met at the end of the driveway all the way to the last episode when Ryan leaves the Cohen house for the last time and sees her one last time. Hmm. I feel like I I know his their score the most. Same. Yeah. Same. Which is crazy to think because everyone else has them. Right. But- the debut episode when Ryan and Marissa bow and curtsy at the debutante ball, the score and the sounds mm. play with each movement they make is amazing. Oh, yeah. Let's Thank rewatch that. <laughs> so much, Lexi. Uh, I'm going to, po- like I said, I'm going to post that clip. And it's so true. I mean, music makes everything. Yeah. And especially when you can recognize a score behind just a couple and that they're so uh, smart with using it. So yeah. thank you, Lexi. Yeah, thank you that for that. It was a really fun segment. And if you have more stuff like this, send our way. Yeah, definitely. Because we will share it. Mm-hmm. We pretty much will share anything. Anything. <laughs> as long as we you just, guys we are We just proofread it. it first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's all we have for questions and comments for After Dark well, this thank week. Thank you, everyone who sent their questions and comments. Thank you guys so much. Uh, this week, for the emoji, what if mm-hmm. two peaches... <laughs> <laughs> two peaches for taylor's two peaches we crack up at ourselves like the nerdy giggles we just did 
So, because we're thirty. Cause, yeah, because we're thirty. Over thirty. Over thirty. Uh, send us two beaches. Two beaches. Does that sound good? Boobies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're so silly. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.